Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This program is designed to provide general information with regards to the subject matters covered. This information is given with the understanding that neither the hosts, guests, sponsors, or station are engaged in rendering any specific and personal medical, financial, legal, counseling, professional service, or any advice. You should seek the services of competent professionals before applying or trying any suggested ideas. beloved immortal beings and good-looking people. And remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. Barry Shore here, Venice Beach, California, on the edge of continental United States, the westernmost edge, overlooking the vast Pacific Ocean, high above the Santa Monica Bay, and reveling in the fact that we are on the edge, not just of space, but of time. We're getting into the time zone of something that is uniquely American, And even though we are broadcasting now on internet radio, K4HD.com, that's the letter K for night, the number 4, H for happy, D for determinant, K4HD.com, 818-570-5443 is our telephone number. We are on the edge of time in the United States of America for one of the most unique beautiful, positive, powerful events that resonates throughout the world. And that is a day that we call Thanksgiving. Yes, an entire day. And I say, actually, I'll I'll amend that. An entire period of time that really began on Tuesday for those fortunate enough to get away on Tuesday, certainly on Wednesday. Thursday is the day of Thanksgiving, and it will carry on till Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So it's a period of time that envelops three, four, five days of remembering, thanking, caring, giving, being positive, upbeat, powerful, and beneficent to all. The name of the show, of course, is The Joy of Living. That's capital letters, J-O-Y, capital L-I-V-I-N-G, The Joy of Living. 
It's not the joy of living. It's the joy of living. It is that powerful, positive emotion that brings forth the best in you. That's what this show is about. It's all about you. That's the only reason we're here. The only reason I'm on the air is to be of benefit to you. Now, as we start every show, we, we always say hello and welcome. Since we are an international broadcasting unit, anybody that has internet service, and that probably includes 98.7% of the world's population ability to have it, um, probably closer to 72% of the people in the world actually do have um, readily ready access to internet. I'm almost sorry to say the coming words, but there are probably more people that have access to internet service than do clean water. I'm sorry to say it like that. There are millions and millions and tens of millions of people, maybe even 10% of the world's population, 700 plus million people who do not have access to clean, potable water. Not ready access. They may have access, but they may have to walk miles to get it. So if we're talking about Thanksgiving Day, we're going to be planting a lot of seeds today in the idea, in the concept, in the doing of giving thanks. Because we've discussed this on many other shows. To the tens of thousands of people that are listening, I reach out and envelop you in a giant hug. Here we go. One, two, three. Yes, I know you felt it. That hug encompassed 247,326 living human beings. And what I'd like you to do is, as we say every show, give me five. Contact five of your family, five of your friends, or people who you don't even like. Because by listening to this show, you might come to like them, they might come to like you. Because this show is all about the joy of living and becoming the best you possible because you're the best you you make a difference in the world you can go mad and you know that mad means make a difference but again we're focusing today on the united states of america this remarkable experiment in human goodness called the united states of america now when i say that I want everybody to understand that we're not discussing perfection. We're talking about process. We're talking about ideas and ideals. It doesn't mean that it's perfect yet. <laughs> there is no place on earth that has ever been. Hopefully there will be. That's what we're all working towards, are we not? And if you aren't, maybe you should be tuning into a different place. No, I take that back. Tune into this place because then you might be wanting to work towards that goal. That goal is, again, the joy of living. So here's what we do. We always shout out to people from around the world. They usually choose two from remote places. Uh, but today we're going to pick places in the United States of America. We have, uh, wow, three, four, six, well, 12 people at least from this area called Duluth, Minnesota. That's D as in dynamic, U-L-U-T-H, Duluth, Minnesota. And at this time of the calendar year, which is November, in the year 2018, it is mighty cold in Duluth, Minnesota. 
but people who live in Duluth, Minnesota, like it. They actually look forward to it. Many people up in Duluth go what's called ice fishing. <laughs> They're not fishing for ice. The lakes not only freeze, but they freeze to a depth, sometimes 12 inches, 24 inches, or even more. There's enough, of course, it doesn't freeze all the way down because fish live there. But the, uh, the ice is so thick that you can drive vehicles onto it. Not only that, you can erect a small hut, sometimes people even sleep in these huts, and put in a heating unit and bore a hole in the ice, and now you can do something called ice fishing. <laughs> yes, you drop your line into a hole in the ice with your friends around drinking hot chocolate or hot toddies. You can get pretty high on hot toddies or the, um, the fumes from the heaters and uh, ice fish and catch some pretty big fish. And it's pretty tasty, I'm told. So that's our friends up in Duluth, Minnesota. Hello and enjoy. We also have a big shout out to some friends from Biloxi, Mississippi. That's Biloxi. That's B as in beautiful. I-L for love. O-X for xylophone. I, Biloxi, Mississippi. Oh, I'd say just uh, take a straight path down from Duluth, Minnesota, and drive about uh, 1,800 miles south until you hit Biloxi, Mississippi. And there you be. And it's a very different weather pattern in November in 2018. Um, and they're loving it. I wouldn't say it's hot and steamy like it is in the summer, but it's certainly, if you don't like the, the ice and cold of Minnesota, it's the place to be. So hello to our friends in Biloxi, Mississippi. Okay, this is America's Day. And as we say on every show, we are not shy about using four-letter F-U words, and we like to use acronyms. An acronym that we especially love, and we ask you to share with people. And by the way, I get comments during the week all the time uh, that people say they love sharing the uh, different acronyms that we offer. One of them is, one of the most famous, is WWW. Now, what does WWW stand for? So people who have not listened to the show or just don't understand what it means to live outside of their box think that WW stands for the World Wide Web. Okay, it certainly can mean that. But in our world, our world of positive, powerful, purposeful language, WWW means what a wonderful world. Even though I'm not Satchmo, I'm singing it, baby. Because when you sing, you change your energy force. When you sing, I don't care if you're on key or off key. When you sing, you bring some benefit to the world. When you sing, your whole being is animated. What a wonderful world. And yes, what a, W-H-A-T-A, is a word. How do I know? It's in my dictionary. I hope it's in yours also, yours also sometime soon. But it's in mine. What a wonderful world. Share that with all of your friends and family. That's what WWW stands for. And again, I dropped the F-U word. F-U-N-N. Fun. Oh, come on, Mr. Shaw. We don't spell fun that way. You know it's F-U-N. Well, in my dictionary, it's F-U-N-N, -N, capital N-N. 
F you, baby. That's what we spread. If you can't enjoy your life, then you'll never be happy. F-U-N-N, tell everybody, you liberally use F-U four-letter words, F-U-N-N. Okay, the joy of living, Barry Shore here. We're going to discuss why Thanksgiving, a time called Thanksgiving, is the unique American experience. And it began more than, well, no, actually not more than, almost, almost 400 years ago, because it was on the year called 1620 on the current calendar that's being used in the Western world, the year 1620, we're now in the year 2018. So almost 400 years ago, a small group traveling on a very small ship they called it a ship in those days. We'd call it a boat today, but it was a ship. It was, are you ready for this? Just over, let me see, just over 75 feet long, about 40 feet wide, carried over 105 people, including crew, and these people called pilgrims, and people who were adventurers, and people who were just on board because they needed to be to leave a certain place called Europe. And they ventured out into a world unknown to them. They were actually headed for Virginia. They were crossing the Atlantic Ocean. Now, it's hard to understand the next few words, but please trust me on this. They did not have GPS. Can you imagine? They did not have GPS. Matter of fact, they had no idea where they were going. But that's going to be told to you when we come back. We're taking a break now for a couple of minutes. When we come back, we'll find out where they were headed and how they thought they were going to get there and what actually happened when they arrived someplace. See you in two minutes. Bye now. Join me for In Your Face on W4CY.com, Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Fiesta Pet Deli, South Florida's original and only fresh food deli for pets. We carry a full line of products like Bravo, Nature's Variety, and BioComplete. We have FDA-approved meals that are prepared daily. Stop by our brand new store located at Sample Road and the Turnpike in the Festival Flea Market in Pompano, Florida, or call 954-971-2500. Check us out online at www.realfoodforpets.com. If your pet's overweight, suffers from skin problems, or you suspect food allergies, we have the solution. We also carry a large variety of pet strollers, bedding, apparel, collars, leashes, natural chews, and grooming supplies. Veterinarian-owned and operated, Fiesta Pet Deli's mission is to help every pet owner have the healthiest pet they possibly can. Call us today for local deliveries or shipping throughout the United States. Call Fiesta Pet Deli today at 954-971-2500. That's 954-971-2500. Hey, this is Rich Ward, the Duke of Metal from Fozzie, and you're listening to K4HD Radio because you have good taste in music. Embrace. 
Hello, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings and good-looking people. And remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. Barry Shore here, the joy of living, K4HD.com. And you can also listen to us on archive on at iheartradio.com. That's a letter I H E A R T iheartradio.com. Do a search for the joy of living, and you can listen to the show and share it. Bring it on to five friends. Give me five, and we will increase our audience from two hundred and forty-six thousand people to over a million. It's up to you. Spread the joy, happiness, peace, and love. So we left our intrepid heroes, 105 people, on a uh, tiny ship that was just about 75 feet long, 40 feet wide, traveling across the Atlantic Ocean without any benefit of GPS or maps, having any idea where they were going. They were supposedly headed for a place called the Virginia Colony. But in fact, they ended up landing in a place that is today called Plymouth Rock. Now, I have a soft spot in my heart for this rock. Imagine that, a soft spot for a rock. Why? Because I actually visited Plymouth Rock when I was a kid. We have pictures of it. I remember it. Now, it may not have been actually the same Plymouth Rock that the people called the Pilgrims landed on or stepped foot on the soil of what was then called the, um, the New World, uh, Cape Cod. But it was uh, good enough for government work, and it was a place to visit, and, and, and it was in that general area that this group of people came and weighed anchor months later than they thought, so it was around November of 1620, and it's cold, and it's wintry, and they have no idea of what they're going to eat, where they're going to find food, how they're going to grow it. <laughs> what they're going to do, how they're going to even get off their leaky ship. And after a day or two of trying to sort out and understand what to do next, thank God they had some very strong leaders, a few people. One of them was named Miles Standish. You, remember, you might know that name. William Bradford. Uh, these are people who figure prominently in the first few decades of the pilgrims set settling in the New World in an area that is today known as New England, uh, primarily the Boston, Massachusetts area. But uh, finally, we're able to get ashore and in a, um, a small boat, very small boat, and there were just about a dozen people. They had to be, of course, they were armed with what they called the most advanced technology of the time, which were flintlock muskets which um, in, a, in and of themselves were made a lot more noise and smoke than actually were effective in hurting anybody. But be that as it may, they also wore armor because they had no idea who or what they were going to meet. And we're going to make the story even more amazing to you than you could possibly imagine. So if you don't know the story, get ready, because if you do know the story, you're going to smile from ear to ear. So these intrepid souls coming to a place where... They had no idea what it was like, what they would find. They get on the shore, and they're <laughs> looking around, and it's cold, and it's rainy, snow flurries, and they go inland, maybe about a mile, mile and a half, 
and they're coming to a clearing in the woods and steps into the clearing a man who says to them, hello, in perfect English. Imagine that. How is that possible? Can you imagine Neil Armstrong, who landed on the moon, carrying an American flag, steps down, says, one small step, well, what was it? One giant step for mankind. And someone comes up and says, hello. How is that possible? How did this person, an American Indian, a native to the area, know not only to speak English, but to welcome them and greet them? So his name is Squanto. That's his shortened name. The Indian name is a bit longer, but we'll call him Squanto. That's how he's known in the world. S-Q-U-A-N-T-O, Squanto. Squanto not only greets them, but Squanto becomes the saver, the savior, the guide, the person, that one unique being who enables these people called pilgrims to survive in a land they had no idea of what it was or how to live there. And as a matter of fact, in the first seven months of the pilgrims landing and staying on the earth on Cape Cod, 52% of them died. They died. It wasn't enough food. Certainly wasn't enough water. They did not have to take care of themselves. It was cold. It was a desolate place. And if it wasn't for Squanto, all of them would have perished. And there would not be a story called Thanksgiving. There may not even have been a story called America. It may not have been, except for this amazing being, whose story in and of itself, by the way, is truly wondrous. Because here's what happened. Approximately 10 years prior to this, um, a party of sailors had come ashore in that same exact, not exact, but in that similar area. But they weren't there to settle. They were there just to look around and see what they could in a new land. And they were basically raiders. And unfortunately, unscrupulous people, and the captain of that particular ship went ashore, found some American Indians, and hurt a lot of them, drove some away, and took some captive. One of them was Squanto. The uh, captain was an English person. He brought the, he, his ship safely back to Europe, but he didn't bring it to England. He brought it to Spain, and he sold his American Indians as slaves in Spain. Now it happens to be that there were some beautiful beings who were of the Catholic faith, who did not like the fact that they were these people were brought back and sold as slaves, and they wanted to educate them and of course convert them to Catholicism. But suffice it to say, <clears throat> Squanto happened to be the most, um, how should we say, the most adept at learning Spanish and being able to converse, and he <laughs> convinced his uh, patrons to enable him and let him leave, and he was able to get on a sailing ship and go to England. He was an apprentice in England to a shipwright. A shipwright in those days was somebody who ran a shipyard and either built an entire ship or certain parts of the ship, much like you build airplanes today and such, 
So he was a supplier, but so Squanto became a, an assistant to the shipwright, and in the course of, of course, numbers of months, learned English or sufficient English to be able to converse and understand what to do, etc. And he was able to convince his new, how uh, should we say, um, bond person, because he was essentially a slave, even though he was treated very kindly by this particular person, he was still essentially a slave, but he, he enabled himself to use his communication skills to convince the shipwright to let him get on a ship that was going towards the New World now. Again, there was some traffic going towards it, but it was mostly to, as we say, rape and pillage as opposed to settle and build. So Squanto got on a ship and was able to get back to a place called Newfoundland or Newfoundland, if you don't know the area well, Newfoundland up in, uh, in the Canadian area today and managed to leave the ship and make his way back to what we call today Massachusetts and there to find, to his astonishment, because he's been gone now a few years, that the tribe that he belonged to, which was called the Patuxic, the entire tribe had been wiped out through disease, through raiding parties, uh, tragic situations, but literally he was not the last of the Mohicans, he was the last of the tribe called the Patuxet. Now at that time there were many small tribes, I guess a tribe almost by definition means small, but tribes, many of them living in what is today the New England area. Some may have had as many as a thousand or two or three thousand people in a loose confederation of groupings that stretched throughout the New England area. And these were people who understood how to fish, they cultivated corn, uh, but they were mostly hunters and gatherers and such. So now comes back Squanto, and he has a, a, a working knowledge of Spanish, he has a working knowledge of English, and he is living amongst his people, again, Indians, not necessarily his tribe, and then again, in 1620, comes ashore <laughs> a group of people that he recognizes as English because he hears their tongue and he steps out of the woods into the clearing and says, hello, and he said, my name is Squanto and literally I'm here to help you. I have a lot of questions up on the board, I mean dozens and dozens of questions saying, wow, it's good to hear a great story, is this true, is this true, is this real, everything I'm telling you is real and documented, look it up, you'll love it, it's absolutely fascinating, wonderful, and I wish I could even tell you more depth of it, but we're, you know, time is of the essence. So suffice it to say, listen to two things that happened. This is truly wondrous and amazing to behold. As I told you, more than 50% of the, of the 105 settlers died in the first winter, despite what Squanto could do to help them and such, because they couldn't plant until the spring, really. And when they were planting, they were going to plant corn, which again is a new world food. It was not known to the people who just came from Europe, pilgrims and such. And corn, it can grow very easily if you plant it correctly, and there's a two major uh, ideas that defy logic to understand how this would work, but suffice it to say, if you put certain elements into the soil, that when you plow and plant, it will not only nurture the soil, but it will give you really, really great corn. 
Okay. So what did Squanto do? Squanto taught the pilgrims how to fish. Now, fish were so bountiful and plentiful in that time period. That's why the area that's called today Cape Cod, cod was a fish that was so easy to catch for hundreds of years, hundreds of years, that it supported the entire New England colony with food. Tens and hundreds of thousands of people feasted regularly on cod, big, tasty, delicious, nourishing fish that was easy to catch in big nets and exported. They were able to export the the left the, the, the cod that they didn't need to other colonies in uh, what was now called uh, the colonial uh, experiment from England. And this cod was so plentiful. But here's the amazing thing. Not only could you eat the cod, but when you cut off the head, which was very difficult to eat, not everybody enjoys eating the head of a fish or the eyes and such like that, even though I do have one relative that does like to eat fish eyes. I'm sorry, but it's true. Fish eyes. That when you plant, put, I'm sorry, you not plant, but when you put the head of a fish into soil, it enriches the soil and enables that which is growing, in this case, corn, to not only grow well, but full and rich and tasty. And corn, as everybody knows, and if you don't know this, it's great to know, corn, when it grows on a stalk, it grows fairly fast and easily, but really every sing single kernel is another seed. So you can eat it directly, you can boil it, you can use it to feed the animals, you can use the cob for replanting and cutting up and nutrients in the soil. You can make a pipe out of it to smoke tobacco, which was done by the Indians and by the settlers many years later. So Squanto not only taught the pilgrims how to fish, he showed them how to cultivate so that by the year 1621, just a full year plus after they had landed. And even though 50% more of the colony had died, they had a harvest. They had food. They had game. They had fish. And these were devoutly, deeply, devoutly believing, faith-filled people. And what they wanted to do when they harvested their crops and their food, and we're going to be putting it up for the winter, and Squanto was going to show them how to do that. They wanted to give thanks. I'm going to say it again. <clears throat> they wanted to give thanks. They needed to give thanks. They understood in the very essence of their beings that giving thanks, in their case, to the Creator, to the good Lord that brought them there, that saw them through devastation, destruction of more than half of their of their colony friends that they were now going to be able to be saved and all because of the hardships of another human being dressing differently than them believing differently than them doing it didn't matter they understood both sides the indians and the settlers that this was a great moment to give thanks to understand that Things like this don't happen unless you, you recognize and acknowledge that there's something beyond you, beyond you.
You are not everything of existence. But existence can't exist without you. Remember, the name of this show is called The Joy of Living. My name is Barry Shore. You're listening to K4HD.com. And we're going to go to a break right now. We'll come back and we're going to talk more about how Thanksgiving became an American national holiday. See you in just a bit. Hi, this is Pathetic from Anti-Flag, and you're listening to K4HD Radio. Hey everyone, I'm Jimmy Starr, the king of cool and your host of the Jimmy Starr Show, the entertainment radio show for all you cool and unique people looking to get a behind-the-scenes peek at what's going on in the entertainment industry. Listen in as me and my cool crowd of co-hosts bring you celebrity guests, new music, and the good times in fashion, entertainment, and pop culture. Right, everybody? Right! Tune in live Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern on W4CY.com. Fiesta Pet Deli, the only true holistic pet food retailer in South Florida. We carry a full line of fresh and frozen diets from Bravo, Nature's Variety, and BioComplete. We also carry a full line of pet strollers, pet apparel, collars and leashes, natural treats, and grooming supplies. The best part is we have limited local deliveries and shipping throughout the United States. So come by and see our store at the Festival Marketplace located at Sample Road and the Turnpike in Pompano, Florida, or call us at 954-971-2500. Again, that's 954-971-2500. To beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings and good-looking people. And remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. This is Barry Shore. It's the joy of living. And we we are broadcasting on Internet Radio K4HD. That's the number letter K for night, the number 4, H for happiness, D for delightful. Dot com and you can listen at any time you want at iHeartRadio.com. iHeartRadio, listen and share with five friends so we can get our listening audience over a million and really make a difference in the world. F you, everybody. Remember, we use the F you word here all the time. F U N N, fun. That's the best four letter F U word you could ever use. So we left our intrepid heroes in the year 1621 at what is today called the first Thanksgiving, but it wasn't. There's been many Thanksgivings throughout history. People who are deeply spiritual, caring, positive, powerful beings recognize that when good is there, one must say thank you. Thank you is the key to unlocking miracles in life. We've discussed many times on other shows, those who are devout and devoted listeners know this, that we have a program. If you join the program and you start saying thank you seven times a day, 
seven times a day. The close of the day, you say thank you for many things. You can find so much to be thankful seven times every single day. And you do that for the next 40 days. And you're already in the process. You will be seeing miracles in life every day. The next level is 15 times a day. At 15 times a day, you become a professional. Now, a professional thanker means that you are making a difference in the world. You are mad. You're making a difference in the world. 40 days, 15 times a day, say thank you. I don't care if it's thank you and there's nobody around. You're walking down the street. You say thank you. If somebody does something good for you, thank you. Imagine that. Saying thank you unlocks miracles. That's a professional. You want to become an expert? You want to make a difference in the world that will reverberate from wherever you stand to in every single direction throughout the entire world? 26 times a day. 26 times a day, consciously say, thank you. Thank you. I'm going to say thank you right now to somebody who I really appreciate. Her name is Rebel, R-E-B-E-L, Rebel. Rebel is actually the producer of this show. I'm just a voice. I'm just here. But all of this stuff happens because of Rebel. She is a professional. She cares. She makes everything smooth and wonderful. And I say, thank you, Rebel. Thank you very much. So become an expert 26 times a day. Then you will be seeing miracles in life every day. And that's an acronym. Remember, we love acronyms. Seeing miracles in life every day, smile. So when you smile, you say thank you, you're changing the energies of the world. You're making things happen. So 1621, settlers are seeing their way to be able to live because they know how to cultivate food. They understand by putting fish heads in the, in the earth that it's going to give nutrients and you can replant corn. Oh, my gosh. And you can fish and get cod out of the sea in abundance beyond your imaginings. And you can live with other people. You don't have to kill. You have game to go after and such. Unfortunately, there are human beings. And there's friction and all kinds of things happen. And that's another story. But we're going to focus on why this is America's Day, because the very founding of this country was based in that moment in 1621 when people recognized that giving thanks is the way of living. It's the joy of living. We're going to fast forward literally a couple hundred years. We're going to stop in the year 1840 for the moment. 1840, something really interesting happened. There's a woman. Now, there's always a woman because without women, there is no reason to say thank you in the world at all because it wouldn't be any of us people, especially men. <laughs> this amazing woman, her name was Sarah Hale. Actually, her middle name, Sarah Josepha Hale. Josepha, J-O-S-E-P-H-A, which is the feminine way of saying Joseph, because Joseph was one of the seminal figures in all of history. Sarah Josepha Hale, in 1840, wanted to do something for the world, for America, but for the world. What did she want? She wanted to organize a day of thanksgiving for every single state in the Union. Now, at that time, many of the states in the Union and there weren't 50 like there are today, 
but many of the states in the Union had a day of Thanksgiving, but it was dependent on that particular state. So every state had their own day. She wanted to make it uniform so that there'd be this coalescing of Thanksgiving energy. And to that end, she started writing letters and publishing essays and recipes. And she was what we would call a social media guru in her day. She was published in every single magazine in the United States of America, of which there were 138 at that time. She was published in most newspapers, of which there were over 700. She wrote poetry. Matter of fact, Sarah Josepha Hale is noted because she wrote the poem, Mary Had a Little Lamb. Its fleece was white as snow. That's Sarah Josepha Hale. And so from 1840, she would petition every state legislature, every president, until for the next 20 years, literally, from 1840 until 1863, 23 years. Sarah Josepha Hale did everything she could to bring the day of Thanksgiving, a day of Thanksgiving, into the national consciousness. Now, interestingly enough, George Washington back in his first term, which I believe was 1796, uh, his first term, uh, 1796 or 1792, um, I'm forgetting what's right now, is uh, his first proclamation as president of the United States was to offer up and ask that everybody participate in a day of Thanksgiving. So the concept of a Day of Thanksgiving was not unusual for America, but it was more about finding that great reason that could put everybody into that same spirit. So here we are in 1863. 1863 was a difficult year for America. We were in the depths of the Civil War. It was tearing the nation apart. Tens of thousands of people were dying on battlefields. But by July 4th of 1863, thank God, it was a turning point in the war. The war, the, the South had been stopped at Gettysburg on July 4th, and Vicksburg in Mississippi fell to the Union. Those two occurrences on the same day, July 4th, 1863, said that the Union would stand. Abraham Lincoln understood intuitively that that was a watershed moment. And he issued a proclamation, not as the commander in chief of the Union forces, but as the president of the United States of America, all citizens, that there should be a national day of giving thanks. And that was to be the last Thursday in November. After 23 years of petitioning, Sarah Josepha Hale had her wish come true. There was now a momentum for a national day to give thanks and to appreciate what it is we have by living in this most amazing, magnificent, beautiful, powerful, positive, purposeful country, the United States of America. And when we come back, 
we're going to discuss what it means to live in America now in 2018 and give thanks on a regular basis. And we'll be seeing you in just a few moments. Have you ever dreamt of being on the radio? Well, now is your chance. Be a radio show guest on the number one ranked internet radio station and promote you and your business for free. Yes, you heard it, free. Business advertising right here on W4CY.com. Call 561-506-4031 now to get booked on one of our shows. That's 561-506-4031. Get your free advertising now. Have you ever dreamed of having your own radio show? Well, W4CY Radio makes dreams come true. You can be a radio personality on the number one ranked internet radio station in West Palm Beach, Florida. We can be heard in 105 countries and all U.S. states. Promote your business. Earn up to $10,000 per month and more. It's all up to you. Have fun and be heard. Call 561-506-4031. That's 561-506-4031. Start your radio show now. How healthy is your pet? Does your pet suffer from ear infections, allergies, diabetes, cancer? Does your pet have a sensitive stomach? Well, we have the solution. Who are we? Fiesta Pet Deli. South Florida's original and only fresh food deli for pets. Our exclusive real food diets bring back the puppy and kitten in your pet. Have a healthier pet. Less shedding, less scratching and itching, and eliminate allergies. We carry a full assortment of healthy, holistic, frozen, canned, and dry foods. Try out South Florida's largest selection of natural supplements. We also have a large selection of natural treats, chews, and natural grooming products. It's only natural to stop by Fiesta Pet Deli for all your natural products to keep your pet healthier and happier. Stop by Fiesta Pet Deli at the Festival Marketplace, located at Sample Road and the Turnpike in Pompano. Or call us at 954-971-2500. That's 954-971-2500. Don't forget, ask for your $10 off coupon good for any purchase over $50. Fiesta Pet Deli. Welcome back, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings and good-looking people. And remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good, the joy of living. Barry Shore here. It is such an honor and a privilege to have such beautiful people listening and working together and telling me, Barry Shore, aha, today, this year, it's not the last Thursday in November. Thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody who wrote that in. And that's because now the rest of the story. So what happened was Abraham Lincoln issued the proclamation for Thanksgiving the last Thursday in November. Over the course of years, coming up now until 1941, so from 1863 to 1941, Thanksgiving Day was in there last Thursday in November, and it was intermittent. It was national, but it wasn't national. And it, it gained greater, how should we say it, uh, 
notoriety as um, times were better. So in the 19, just after World War One, in the 20s, there was a great reawakening and people were celebrating Thanksgiving. During the Depression, it was more of a difficulty. And here's where it gets really interesting. Even then, maybe even I say take it back, especially then, Americans made sure that not only were they trying to be thankful, but people went out of their way, made every possible effort to make sure that others had food to eat, places to sleep, clothing to wear, and it was not easy. It was the depths of the depression and 20 plus percent of the American population was unemployed and there was tragedy throughout the land. And then in 1941, before Pearl Harbor, when America was not involved in world war, Franklin Delano Roosevelt issued his, I would call it now famous, uh, discussion about the beauty and the genius of the American system of being sure that we're caring for everybody else, making sure everybody has and that people want to give thanks. And in 1941, he established the day that we know today is Thanksgiving, which is November 22nd on the calendar. And since that day, it has become the national obsession to be thankful because that's the way you unlock miracles that's the way you promote joy happiness peace and love and that is what's going to make everything better in this amazing wonderful beautiful world that you are the ones that are making a difference we love you make it a great one bye now Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com listen. Shopify.com listen.